welcome to the 14th episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast, TKP, as some of us refer to. We're <laughs> so cool, we can break it down. I'm your host today, SBJ, and my fellow co-host with me, I have Alan, who is probably muted right now. I was muted. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you called me co-host. That's super cool. I yeah, I'm here. Should I not call you co-host? No, that's totally cool. That's awesome. I like that. Uh, co-owner of Tuesday Night Games, co-designer of Two Rooms and a Boom, wacky professor, check, modest, working on it. He's not working on it. Our other co-host <laughs> slash. Co-owner of Tuesday Night Games is here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stepping on my intro. Hi, I am Sean. I am also here. You are also here. Alive. I have no part of Tuesday Night Games. I just... Uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, Chief. Just you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you totally are part. You're the podcast host. Absolutely, yeah. The that's true. Um, hey, You're we should get a panel us. at Gen Con, not to get off topic. We but... should get a panel at Gen yeah, Con. we should. You hey, set I... that up. Uh, we will be taking a two-week break uh, because of the holidays. Uh, I will be gone all of next week, the Christmas week, and then... Uh, New Year's. Week. New Year's is after that. Uh, I believe Alan is working on something, and he's going to send it my way to get posted. But uh, I don't want to make any promises because that's putting... Alan under the fire. No, that I'm excited. I'm not sure what to call it yet. Uh, so far, I'm leaning towards the holiday spectacular. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm looking at our Tuesday Night Podcast shared doc, and he has spectacular with two capital R's and four lowercase r's written down. That's right. That, oh, that is true. Spectacular. <laughs> uh, so... Before we dive into things, we're going to do table talk. Uh, Alan has a bunch of games that he's been playing, like always. I think Sean has played something here on the list. And he then, says he thinks because it says sort of in parentheses next does. to the game. It does. And then our topic of the episode, which we talked about last week, is going to be our stocking stuffers, our $20 or less games. These are games that you could probably quickly run to a board game shop and pick up before the holidays if you were looking for something to get somebody uh probably maybe amazon uh but anywhere else you're probably not going to get before christmas yeah. speaking of things you can't get before christmas we are officially sold out of two rooms and a boom on amazon.com and amazon.co.uk oh, it's insane man. first That's awesome. run, totally got word a couple retailers and i know amazon.ca the canadian branch has plenty but come on Canada. pull it together man Jeez. canada dropping the ball Hey, All right, so are you guys doing the second print run? Absolutely. We're talking yeah, to our manufacturer. Oh, I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> is, there gonna be any, copies. is there going to be anything different about the second edition besides, uh, are you even going to put that it's like a second print run on it? Uh, there might be some differences. Stay tuned. Uh, we're working all that stuff out to bring you, you know, the highest possible quality terms and a boom experience we can do. Yeah, awesome. we're not trying to be secretive at all or anything. But no, no. We may be wrong if we give you an answer right now. Like, we're working on leader cards and seeing if we can tweak them. There were some slight mistakes that most people didn't even notice. Only the most elite of players noticed some mistakes in the first edition. So we're fixing those up. Everybody uh, who lives in Indiana and Illinois got put under the same state flag. Had to fix that. Major <laughs> gameplay error. <laughs> 
Yeah. Nice, nice. Cool. Yeah. And only one of those people noticed it, so it really wasn't that big a deal. There you go. I'm actually playing, hopefully playing Two Rooms in a Boom tomorrow night. I Ooh, introduced nice. my my work to werewolf uh this past summer because we had like a fun friday like force all the employees to do something fun together um so i brought werewolf and it went over really well and everyone was like steve bring werewolf this friday for our holiday party and i was like so i'm thinking i can i can easily without forcing anyone move them over to two rooms in a boom and not that i think both games are great and i mean Whoa. i would tell you i would tell you if you <laughs> guys if your game's if your game Slow sucks, your but yeah. I, I love two rooms of the boom. The reason I like it, not more than werewolf, but the why it's different than werewolf is there's no elimination. I think that's the reason everybody loves it more than werewolf or not think, more than werewolf. You said, but uh, it's funny. Four out of five werewolves enjoy two rooms and a boom more than werewolf. <laughs> so it's just an interesting little stat there. But I like the elimination in werewolf because it builds like it, 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 it forms like a, I don't know. Resentment. Like, yeah, or like that. Commu- there's a community of people, like a vocal community, that starts gaining power in Werewolf. That makes it really funny to me watching from the outside. <laughs> uh, one of the international students at UTD that goes to my church just played Terms of Moon for the first time, not knowing that I had designed it, even though we had talked and I had told him that. But he went to my parents' Christmas party and he was like, I played Two Rooms and a Boom. And I was like, Way to go, man. And he was like, You made that game? And I was like, Yes, I did. I mean, why would you have played it if you didn't know that I made it? And he was like, some other guy was like, we're going to play this game tonight. And I was like, well, that's, it's always fun to hear that people are playing it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so hopefully tomorrow I'm going to introduce a whole bunch of people to it. Because uh, if they liked Were- I can't imagine people loving Werewolf and not loving Tourums and Boom. Speaking of forcing people to do things, did mm. you guys, we all saw The Force Awaken, right? Because Absolutely. it's Star Wars right mm-hmm. it's star wars week upon this release so we've all seen it uh realistically none of us have seen it because we're recording this but this is what i want to do let's all <laughs> pretend that we've seen it and then listeners at home can replay this episode for maybe spouses or friends and we're going to have like a total spoilerific the opposite of spoiler free but it's fake so what they're going to do is they're going to skip past what i'm explaining right now and let's just kind of crescendo this let's start with what we believable things that we liked about the the movie and then just start escalating it into preposterous things like uh for instance um i'll start here we go so this is where you want to chime people in wow i i don't know about you guys but i really love the movie i was really surprised yeah did you guys notice that it was kind of similar to pirates in the caribbean in the plot structure though the first Uh, one yeah, the first one, Black Pearl. Think about it. You know, the ship and the curse and Captain Jack being the main guy. I mean, you see what I'm going I really thought about that. That's not bad. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. Um, the Kylo amount of Ren, water was a nice touch. <laughs> especially yeah. on Tatooine, you know. Um, yeah. That flooding scene was insane. I would have never thought that. Yeah, yeah. Some really mixed. I got it. Some people have to be pissed about that. But if you know the history of Star Wars and Tatooine, that's why it was so much better. So what do you think about the Kylo Ren reveal? (sighs) My goodness. Uh, I was amazed that Well, I don't want to spoil too much, but screw it. You know, uh, I just didn't think they were going to be able to get James Earl Jones. Again, because they don't put him in any of the trailers. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, but 
I was surprised with Mace Windows surviving too. Like that, that was crazy. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I really liked? And I don't know about you, SBJ, but a lot of people were complaining about the cross hilt. And first lightsaber scene, wasn't that awesome? Where it was just cut the cross hilt right off because that was a complaint. People thought that <laughs> thing's have, not going to last. Yeah, and it yeah. did it first right away. It was like, uh oh, you're in trouble, Loren. Okay. No, we, we, we have to talk about the elephant in the room Jabba 2 crazy i didn't even think those people could reproduce but it made sense because in the yeah. prequels it showed jabba's wife absolutely yeah so they have yeah. this I, that slug creature i thought you were going to bring up the pod racing scene they did because that was my favorite part of the first movie that's I hated right it. that was my least favorite <laughs> because of that i hated it but when i saw one, it i was thinking of sbj i was like sbj is gonna love this alan's gonna hate this this is awesome <laughs> yeah no, no i thought it was spectacular uh what about see they really did a lot of fan service there, and I can understand why. Mm -hmm. Because it's such a mass market movie, they had to appease as many people as possible. Really brave with Yoda being a ghost and yeah. evolving into like a Gengar type guy. And then the blue ghost Gengar fight scene where yep. Anakin's blue ghost fights the evolved Yoda blue ghost. That was nuts. That's right. And yeah. the amount of lens flares J.J. Abrams used. Was exactly the amount that I thought he would use. Crazy, crazy. Uh, but I just remember uh, Luke Skywalker coming back, uh, but his uh, lightning strike being it's super effective against Yoga Gengar. Oh, man. Man, was, that was nuts. I, yeah. Unbelievable. After the credits, when Nick oh, did you Fury stay? comes did you, in. Did you stay? Yeah, I you did. Stayed? Yep. And Nick Fury asks Han Solo to be part of the Avengers. I was thinking, well, they're both Disney movies. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Disney really was heavy-handed with the crossovers. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, excited about that. All full circle there at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, let's, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get in. I'm going to be keeping score like a bingo sheet to see how many of those were accurate. <laughs> yeah. Any any realistic predictions? I feel like. The, you know, the big question for me is like, who is Kylo Ren? Who is Kylo Ren? And I feel like that's going to be the Jar. big buzz. It's Jar Jar, and he's the master of everything. Yes. I don't really have any. I don't have anything to predict. Like it's like thirty years later. I don't know. Like I don't know, I'd be down with another pod racing scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting Han's going to die. Han Damn or Leia. Guys, let's stay on track. Damn it. Sorry. We keep sorry, on so going sorry. on these tangents. I mean, you started it. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's not to, uncharacteristic. Not to throw you under the bus. At here at the Tuesday Night Podcast, we're known for staying on task, so let's not ruin our reputation. That's right. That's what people like about us. Shut up, Gilly. <laughs> well, let's uh, ride right into table talk here. Very cool. Alan, you got a ton of games here, man. Yeah, I got a whining dog, too. Let me shoot her really quick. Gun sound effect. Reloading sound effect. <laughs> Car sound effect, police siren sound effect, crashing sound See, effect. Yeah, I feel like I could add the sound effects, but I feel like you just saying them <laughs> is way funnier in retrospect. <laughs> Alan begging for mercy from police sound effect, gun sound effects, silence. Damn it. All right. I shot her. Hey, Ooh, perfect. Puddles. All right. <laughs> 
You got two, four, six games on the list, Alan. Let's hear them. Uh, All right, here we go. It's time for a table talk. I have uh, Chimera, which we played, Sean. Monster My Neighbor. Keep talking, no one explodes. We keep on bringing that up. I know that's not actually a tabletop game, but worth discussing at some point. Deception in Hong Kong. Uh, played again, but this time with a lot more players. Very nice. different with more players. Cash and Guns, because you talked about it in last episode, SBJ, and I had a copy I never played. Decided to go ahead and play it. Do you like it? I did like it. I did like it. I think it's relatively harmless in that it's quick. Even though it has a 30-minute time limit, pretty quick. And, man, those foam guns. I'm not going to lie. It's like a foam sword. It's so hard not to just aim them at someone. I mean, so there's a good mm-hmm. five minutes of people just fervishly aiming their guns at whoever whomever so it's crazy i think it makes the game yeah yeah it (laughs) it it does add a lot to it how Uh, many games can say that about their components that aren't you know miniatures games like this one component makes it worth to right like if you gave me cash and guns without the guns i'd probably uh and i I know baby i know we can't we compared it to russian roulette but like i didn't feel like that game needed an accessory. Yeah, our game our game can stand up on its own right. without <laughs> accessories. Yeah, it's just fun. And then I also played some Skirmish, uh, which is a new Kickstarter game that came in. And Sean, you said you got a copy of Skirmish as well. I, I did. Um, I was curious if you wanted to, to talk about that because I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about it. Should that be like our mutual game that we'd both discuss? Let's dive in, man. I think it'll be fun. I have an idea. This will be amazing. Uh, Teamwork elevator pitch. Both of us go Mm. in an elevator. SBJ, Mm -hmm. who are we pitching to? Uh, You are pitching uh, to a kid that doesn't know what they want for Christmas, and this is what you're trying to convince them. Okay. Hey. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, what nice you elevator. Doing? Hey. hey, come over here. Do you like tuck boxes and small games? Do you like games with no art or explanation on the cards? Yeah, it's just uh, swords and numbers that, or swords a letter. And numbers, buddy. I know you love it. Yeah, it's just two players, so the two of us can go against you right now if you want. You ever played Stratego? It, it is Stratego, but it's with Stratego. cards. Yeah, None of those you'd... cool little components. Yeah, no bombs. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's no bombs. They replace it with shields. So each one of us have identical decks. We yep. each get two shield cards, and we each get a crown. And as soon as one of us exposes the crown card of the opponent, boom, win. So just you don't like want Game of Thrones. Yeah, just like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Once you get the other person's crown, it's all over, yo. Now give us your milk money. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you just have five decks that you put five cards in. So that's 25 cards. We all have 25 cards. And we take turns one after another, choosing one card from the top of one of our five decks and then placing it in front of one of the other person's five decks. You compare whoever has the higher number. That card gets to gets to stay. The other card gets destroyed. You go back and forth until you can find their crown card. But there's some special cards in there, right, Sean? Yeah, there is. I think the Archer card is special, right? Um, They don't put the abilities on top of the cards, though, which I thought was weird because it's so easy to do. 
the cards are just numbers and an icon, and you know they've got this little rule book, but they didn't print the abilities on the cards, which is a big, it's yeah. a big no-no for me. Any kind of anytime I got to look up something in a game, you're losing me fast. To defend it, though, it's really simple because there's just one cards that go to six. So there's ones, two, three, fours, five, six. There's a ton of ones, a lot of twos. By the time you get to sixes, I think there's only a two sixes and two fives. But then, right. then there's the archer cards, which automatically win when they're on the offense, but they automatically lose anytime anyone attacks them, including the ones. And then there's the shield cards, which can't attack. But anytime they get attacked, they self-destruct, killing themselves and the other card. And then the crown card can attack but it can only kill the other crown card so otherwise it loses regardless and that ends the game you know so just like all those famous duels between two kings <laughs> right whoever started it first wins god i wish that's how war worked just you know putin and obama out there shooting at each other duking it out like it's the matrix yeah and then at the end it's just like well i started this fight so you have to submit so, so you're right that's not that complicated yeah yeah it's only basically three types of cards so each each team has 25 cards total broken mm -hmm. into five decks. Right. And you set up the decks however you want. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. Like, do like you know a, where your crown card is? Mm-hmm. And so you can, like, I don't know if you had a winning strategy, Alan, of, like, putting, like, a one, then a crown, then, like, a six, then a shield, then a, you know, a two twos. I don't know how you did it. Um how you stacked your decks. I had a, what they call a losing strategy. Because I've heard of that. I lost. So <laughs> one is... thing I did is I kept my archers in the back and protected them with uh, some a shield. So at the end of the game, they would reveal my archer. Uh, I mean, they'd reveal the card before my archer, and then I could send my archer out to kill probably what would be their most powerful card. And sense. I kept my sixes and fives up front thinking I would just decimate early just game. Weed it out. Yeah, weed it out. But what sucked was my opponent had their archers up front, so right away I pulled out my five. Boom. The archer just, boom, killed it. Pulled out my six, boom, killed it with his other archer. Damn it. So right away I lost my sixes and fives, and it was it was bad. What do you think? Fun, fun game? Uh, my opinion, not that we're reviewers or anything like that, not as good as Strategico, but it's a good travel version of it but when i played it all i could think was rather be playing strategic what's what's the what's the price point of this game i don't know it was like 14 dollars. we both kickstarted it oh, okay. it was pretty cheap yeah i think it was actually more like eight dollars but we can look it well, up maybe it was we're talking i think it was just eight dollars um so for our listeners uh what, what's the differences in strategia <laughs> well one it's pronounced stratego right bagel uh <laughs> So uh, <laughs> the other thing is Stratego is a board game that has a whole bunch of miniature pieces and you can see one side of them, but you can't see the other side. So I can see the back of my pieces and my opponent uh, can't. So, you know, vice versa. Then each of these have numbers just like in a skirmish that we're describing, except it has bombs instead of shields. And there's also different character abilities where you actually have to move pieces. For instance, there's one character like the scout that can move all the way straight line or horizontal like a rook in chess. But by doing that, you reveal that they're the scout and the scout has the weakest. It's like the one equivalent. It's really weak. 
Uh, the other cool thing is like the engineer, there's a character that can disarm the bombs without dying. So that's what's kind of cool about Stratego. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's different classes. And there's even advanced games of Stratego that I've seen out there where there's a whole bunch of abilities besides the ones we just mentioned. One of my, one of my favorite games as a kid, my cousin Ryan and I used to play it, and I didn't know anyone else who played it. And it made me think, oh, man, board games can be cool. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, skirmish is uh, we backed at the ten dollar level. It says it's MSRP. It's gonna be fifteen bucks. Mm, fifteen dollars for that game? Would you do it, Sean? It's tough, man. I mean, I might at a at a like Gen Con when I've just got money burning a hole in my pocket. Um, <laughs> it's a tuck box, but it's one of those games that I feel like it's so light it could have used some extra love in the art department. Um, it's fast. It plays fast. I like that. You know, when it's too confusing, you know. Um, but it it in a lot of ways almost feels like you know, the first prototype of Duel or something like that, where it's just bare bones, pure gameplay. Maybe there's something to be said for that. Um, I am a sucker for components, though, so there's that. Yeah, Stratejo sounds like they has that. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it's a hard G. Sorry, keep on going, SBJ. I love it. You're. I. I think you're doing it on purpose, but I love it. (laughs) I I was. That's why. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Um. No, I still can't say bagel though. I hear you, man. <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk about anything else? I know we don't have a lot of time today, but... No, because the truth of the matter is I have to run out to see Star Wars in an hour. <laughs> no, so totally cool. I got to go and find out if Jar Jar Binks is I mean, actually we, Kylo Ren. Maybe Loren. we will get a know his name. real 30-minute show here. Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, is it uh, Kylo? Low yeah, K-Y-L-O, one word, Ren, like Ren and Stimpy, Sean, one word. Sean. Clyde, go. You had me at K-Y. <laughs> KY low I, f- I feel like KY high you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> sorry what's up SBJ topic time topic, time. Uh, topic of the episode $20 or less games we all take turns here excuse me Sam do you have the time uh, yeah it's topic time I, I guess I started the last couple times yeah, why don't you start, man? You didn't get to talk at all during um, table talk. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, my first game choice, Sushi Go. I talked about this a lot from Game Right. Sushi Go. <laughs> from Game Right, it is uh, retail price fourteen ninety nine. It's on Amazon right now for eleven. It is also at Target. If there are targets, that's right. In... It is at Target. Well, yeah, which is really awesome. Um, so Barnes and Nobles, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Barnes yeah. and Noble actually has a really good. At least the the one by my mall has a really good game section. Yeah, their games I heard are doing better than their books, which is what. <laughs> I believe it, man. I was surprised. Uh, it is two to five players plays in fifteen minutes. It is like Seven Wonders, but simpler and better, and that is my selling point for Sushi Go. Yeah, a little known fact about it, it's based off of a restaurant chain in Japan that is actually called Sushi Go, where it has a conveyor belt. And you just pick up sushi off of the conveyor belt, and then you pay for it afterwards. So it's really cool because that's what it's replicating because it's drafting. You take one, you pass your deck to the left, you get the deck to, from the person to your right, take and pass, take and pass. It's sushi go. So it's good. <laughs> Little known fact uh, about Seven Wonders flipping a coin and alternating who punches each other in the nuts is also a better game than Seven <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Taking it to the streets. Boom! <laughs> I, you know, it's really weird because I didn't even realize you shared my opinion of Seven Wonders, Sean. But 
Anyway. I hate well, I hate any game where I can't find out if I'm winning or losing until the very end. <laughs> yeah, truth. So it's what's like the your game, game of life? <laughs> my game, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna recommend Lost Legacy, my favorite version of the Love Letter uh, by AEG, and one of the few games I feel like in a, that AEG makes has good art, good graphic design, and is a good game. They never get those three things in a row. Uh, 9.99, two to four players. It's Love Letter, but with a tiny bit of would you call it deduction investigation right at the end? Um, easy to play. Keep it in your wallet. I keep it in a little notebook that I take with me. Um, perfect. I gotta perfect I gotta shut you down right now though. Do it. Sean. Do it. Do I it. really gotta shut you down because you guys had a cheap game episode beforehand, and you guys mentioned Sushi Go, but now you're mentioning Lost Legacy is your love letter. But man. Duel is only $8.99 on the Game Crafter, and I know you're being humble because you designed (laughs) Duel, and not in just my biased opinion, but in a lot of other people's opinions that I've heard objectively, not even knowing it was our game. This killed Love Letter, Lost Legacy. It has that type of feel. Duel can be played for two to four players. Only $8.99. It's by Sean. You just D-U-E-L on the Game Crafter, and you'll find the one by Sean McCoy. And it's amazing. So you just go back and forth. So that's totally on my list, and it's at the top of my list because we'll shut down Skirmish right now as well because when I'm playing (laughs) Skirmish, I'm thinking, this is a tuck box, so is Duel. Duel is way more fun, way more quick, way more addictive. Um, many people that play it just play end up playing it for over an hour, even though one round only takes two minutes. It's amazing. It's a fast game. Know. Yeah, pick it up on Game SBJ, you ever heard about this game? Nah, doesn't really have that good of a name. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Not too late to change it. We haven't published it yet, but Absolutely, it's, yeah. it's in our pipeline because it's nice. We're, we're going to keep doing this more, releasing our games on Game Crafter. So that we can get people playing it, play testing it, give PNP people a better option, and we could sort of gauge how well games are doing that we want to publish, but we don't have time to publish right now. I would yeah. call it Dual Go. Dual Go. Yeah. I'd call it Lost Lega Duel. <laughs> uh, we should just call it uh, Cause of Death Ghost and make it ghost themed. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Sounds that. really awesome. I'd buy that. <laughs> It's cool. But yeah, uh, we should, we can spend a whole episode talking about your process personally, Sean, of creating Duel, because you did that within 24 hours on the way home from Gen Con, wasn't it? Yeah, Gen Con. Uh, we should save that for another episode, because I right. think people would really like to hear your and I'd like to hear design. your design of Punch Party, because that's a game that's been through a lot of changes, but it's really great. All right, let's stop jerking each other off and go back to SBJ. What's your next game? Uh, speaking jerk of SBJ off. jerking off, you can pick up Jungle Speed. For fourteen ninety nine, if you like to grab totems that can be used as other objects, uh, it <laughs> is eleven seventy on Amazon right now. I I don't know if other stores carry it besides game stores. Jungle Speed, I haven't. I mean, I could see Jungle Speed being at a Target. I haven't before, but I mean, yeah, I can picture it because I, I have a good imagination. Um, it's a dexterity game. It plays two to eight players, but you could probably easily play with more than eight people. Um, two to ten players. I'm sorry, but you you play with as many people as you really want. Uh, everyone's flipping over cards, and if cards if your card matches another card that might already be out on the table, uh, you're supposed to grab for the totem. And if you don't grab for the totem, you end up taking everyone's cards, and your pile gets bigger. And the goal of the game is to have no cards at the end. Um, 
Man, Man, SBJ, I cannot wait to show you Wooey because <laughs> it is going to blow your mind if you like Jungle Speed. I mean, I like Jungle Speed, but Jungle Speed also has the problem getting old real fast. Then you're going to love Wooey because Wooey never gets old ever. <laughs> it just but, uh, has that entry curve because people either see it and say there's no way I'm ever playing that, but anyone who does play it usually comes out saying, wow, I keep playing that. It's, yeah. It's the most requested game at my house by far. Yeah, and I'm not trying to knock Jungle Speed. Like I feel oh, like we're not every... talking about Jungle Speed. We're talking about Wii. Oh, Wii. We've totally moved on. Oh. Wii, yeah, <laughs> Wii is the I'm most not... requested game at my house. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock Jungle Speed though. I just think everyone should have Jungle Speed because it's cheap like and it's fun. An easy pitch. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's very good. easy to get to the table. Sushi yep. goes like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pitch my favorite co-op game uh forbidden island by a publisher um it's 17.99 two to four players you are on an island that you're forbidden to be on and the island is sinking like islands do i had a lot of fun playing this super simple game uh best advice alan ever gave me about co-op games was i said hey man we really love forbidden island should we play forbidden desert and he said don't do it let me tell you why you're gonna love one more than the other and you're never gonna play the other one ever again so if you like this one you might as well stick with it it's and better than I desert. think he was right. I can't think of any reason for desert to exist. For Desert's way too hard. It's too hard? That's crazy. It's interesting because I just watched a video on Burgle Bros today. And Burgle oh, Bros is like $40, though. And that's from an independent company that did it on Kickstarter. It's from the same person who did, ah, oh, damn it. I want to say paper words, paper job, but it's the deck building game that uses words. Dang it. Paper's in the name. Ah, anyway. Oh, uh, paperback. Uh, paperback. Yes. Paperback. And uh, so they did Burgle Bros. And the reviews that I've been reading is it's simpler but deeper than Forbidden Island. So it's supposed to be a oh, Forbidden nice. Island killer. And the theme's cool, too, because you're all burglars going into Burgle. You got to get past security systems. And I, I'm sure I'll be buying that. Yeah, I, I almost, I, I was thinking of you when I saw it, Sean. Yeah. All right. All right. Should we throw it to me then? Yep. Yeah. What do you got? You know what? This one is kind of a no-brainer. Code names. Code names. By Czech Games. By Vlada Chafretil. Uh, it's a Vlada game, and it's 1999 just making it. However. Can you get it for $19.99? Yes, you can. Target Online, because everywhere else, it's more expensive because it's constantly running out of print, but Target right now still has copies. Target doesn't know what they have. Yep. Oh, they yep. do know what they have, because Target Online is making a huge boost to like take over the board game market. Are they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really cool stuff. But we've talked plenty about code names. Just shut up and get it if you haven't gotten it already. Because even if you don't like it, all your friends will. So if you're ever in a tight spot and you're sick of your friends, just throw this game at them. And then walk away. They're entertained. You're a hero for doing so. Like pocket sand. Just poof. Yeah. SBJ, what do you got, man? I switched my last minute game to Bonanza by Rio Grande Games. It comes under at $19.99. It is on Amazon right now for $14.60. Probably have to go to a board game store to pick this one up, though. Um, it is I've two seven it players. Board game store. <laughs> what? I've seen that game at every board game store. Yeah, yeah. It's it's two to seven player, and it it has the like worst and weirdest theme to convince somebody how to play. 
because you're like, ah, it's about bean farming, and everyone's like, that sounds awful. Um, but uh, you are a bean, bean farmer trying to plant beans, and everyone else is trying to plant beans, and you are trying to trade and negotiate. God, you're losing me. The cards in your hand, and it's it a is, tough sell, but it's a good buy. And once you play it, you realize this is simple and awesome. It's yeah, it's like it seems like the most complicated, worst themed game in the world, but it's actually the simplest and f- most fun game I've had with seven people. We should steal it, Sean, and just retheme it. Yeah, just put some fucking Lord of the Rings in there or something. <laughs> You're trading and buying and selling Cthulhu's, and uh, this is the game. <laughs> Zombie theme. There we need. The zombies always sell. Zobanza. I feel like we're running real good with ghost-themed games. There we oh go. Oh, my goodness. Dude. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, Hasbro said. Uh, man. Ghosts were going to be the next thing, right? Mr. Grimes, Dougal Grimes, said ghosts are the next big thing. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. And there's SBJ saying ghosts. Ghost Nanza. Ooh. Uh, Boo Nanza. <laughs> there we go. Nanza. Finally got it. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go final game, Star Realms by White Wizard, which I hate the name of their company because all it makes me think of is Wizards of the Coast, which maybe is what they wanted. $14.99, two players. You can you know play more players if you want to buy more packs and things like that. Um. This is a fun game. Uh, you should know about Star Realms by now. Deck building, competitive, 1v1-ing each other. Um, simple, easy. The art's not much to look at. The graphic design ain't much to look at, but it's functional. Although and, uh, some people love it. It's crazy. I thought really? it was like crazy pills. Yeah, like some people are like, oh, I love the art and the theme. Like, it's spaceships. How do you get attached to that? But I don't mind spaceships and space, you know, but I think... <laughs> As opposed it, uh, to elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean spaceships in like the desert <laughs> right right it's forest themed with spaceships i mean i don't know i like what are they called ewoks um they're cool it's a fun game it's an easy no-brainer to me um if you like deck building yeah definitely one of the top deck builders for sure if you're a big fan of deck building it should be in there hey i just want to thank you guys by the way because you guys are doing so well, going so fast, knowing that I have to be gone like within the next 60 seconds to get to Star Wars <laughs> The Force Awakens. So thanks for that. But speaking like of... Having a hard time limit has really improved our show. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see what people say. Uh, uh, last one, and then I got to run. You guys can close it down without me. Uh, just don't forget to say Alan Gerding for me. But uh, One Night Ultimate we'll Werewolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, $17.99. That's by a friend, Ted Elspeck. Uh, and, oh, man, I'm going to slaughter his name. The original designer is Akihisa Akua. I, I got it. I got it. You got it? Akihaza Okua. SBJ, you found your talent. I think it's just pronounced Bob Stevens, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, three to 10 players in just eight minutes. And you know, it only takes eight minutes because it's, it has an app times it. It's great. We've talked about it before in the podcast. And here's the thing that I love to do. I don't actually recommend doing this unless you have a good group that has a good sporting attitude. I just let the app teach it like here, mm-hmm. look at your cards, memorize who you are. Now listen to the app and just do what it tells you to do's. That's a great app. It is a great app. Yeah, it's a good it app. Is the best board gaming aid app that exists right now. I agree. Yeah. All it's right. Good. Uh, SBJ. Anything else? I'm out of here, guys. I love you both. Peace, love. <laughs> I'll, I'll text you spoilers later.
right. Can we talk shit about him now? Yeah, the show just got way better. <laughs> uh, do you have any? Uh, do you have any fourth picks to sneak in? Or was you know, that... I was gonna say coup, but you know, everybody's got coup. Yeah, that's true. My my hidden game was actually my was once upon a time, which is that's slightly right. more than twenty dollars. But I had a once upon a time is one of those games that either is amazing or sucks. I played it with Donald and Nikki from Board with Life, and Anthony Birch was there, and um, those guys are all amazing storytellers, and we just had a blast. But I feel like you can have a, a group that's like once upon a time there was a but, and he sucked. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, not that that's not an amazing story. I mean, I'm, I, I would be laughing. I'd be you were hooked. <laughs> it definitely puts pressure on your group. So great, great with creative people. Uh, not so great with people who get stage fright, I guess I would say. Yes, yeah. I played with six people, which I think is the player limit. And one person just refused to play. Like, yeah, she just wasn't having it. She didn't think it was fun. That's rough. So it was really, I mean... We just really skipped her or went on. It's it, They make solitaire for those people. <laughs> it, it, it's nice because um, Once Upon a Time requires you to like interrupt for you to win the game. That's right. And so since she was never interrupting and since her cards only affected her story and her end goal, it actually didn't hurt the game at all. That's true. Yeah. You know, uh, narcissists and people who like to be the center of attention do well during that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a cool game and it like barely ever gets talked about, but maybe maybe we should brought this up when Alan was here, but we we could easily do a podcast based on Once Upon a Time. We could just do Once Upon a Time as a podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. it's you don't need like to set up a video camera or anything to play Once Upon a Time. We just as long as we have the cards, we just deal ourselves the cards and we know what our end goal is. That makes sense. I like it. So Hopefully a future podcast. Um, do not steal that thought. It's mine. I've wanted to do it forever. <laughs> Very cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, it for our show today. I think it's good. Yeah. I'm hoping everybody has happy holidays out there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be off for two weeks. So we'll be back after after the new year. Uh, Alan's hopefully going to have his holiday spectacular. Yep. So you guys can look forward to that. I have no I clue what that is. It'll probably be terrible because no, I'm just casually. <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be fun. Just a lot of good storytelling, something to tide people over until the yeah. next amazing podcast. Yep. Awesome. Sean, where can our listeners find you? They can find me on Twitter at Sean McCoy, S E A N M C C O Y. Do you want to do Alan's? Hey, uh, you can find me on Facebook because I'm super lonely. I add anybody because I don't have any friends. Or you can find me on Twitter at A-L-A-N, Alan, G-E-R, ding, D-I-N-G. Perfect. Uh, if you guys want to give us our own Christmas present or mm. New Year's gift, mm-hmm. it would be really appreciated if you left us a review on iTunes. It helps. Good or bad. But, good or you know, bad, good yeah. Good. It, helps, uh, it helps other people find the show easier. I was checking today in the games and hobbies. We are in the other games subsection with the other board game podcast. Uh, we were at like 68 uh, out of 200 most downloaded. So That's not bad. I like that. It's not bad. Yeah, let's, we're moving Let's up. break into the top 50. We can top do it. 50. That'll be the, the goal. There are 67 more podcasts. <laughs> there are a lot of podcasts. That's crazy to me. 
that's why they, uh, that's why it's important to get reviewed because you kind of stay floating. If you're if you're not in that top 200, people aren't going to find you. I'm Unless... not kidding. My number one thought on how to like go up the ranks or ladders or whatever is just be consistent. <laughs> like one podcast a week, every week, I feel like really helps us out long term because. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, you see, you see a lot of podcasts that will just stop after like 10 or 12 episodes. They're just and they're just done. Yeah. What do you want now on? Uh, it's super effective. It's super effective. Uh, when I checked this morning, we were... So, It's Super Effective is under the video game section. Mm-hmm. Um, we were number 40, 40th most downloaded. Uh, and Much bigger audience. Yeah, we are at we have 524 iTunes reviews. Uh, How many episodes do you have? Almost 200. So, once a week for, what, four years? Something e- like that? Yes. Well, we've been doing it for five years, but we took three months off um, this past summer. Nice. Yeah. Or was it last summer? I can't remember. We took three months off, though, at one point, and uh, I thought it would really hurt. Like, I definitely needed it for podcasting about a single topic for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we didn't lose any listeners. Surprisingly, I don't know if all podcasts do this, because podcast people are very weird about hiding their statistics. Um, But surprisingly, older, not like... The most listened to episode in a given week is always like three episodes back. Like the newest episode huh. will get a bunch of downloads, but like it doesn't catch up until like two weeks where it's like, oh, like these are the normal, like almost close to final numbers. That's that got to be like um, just like word of mouth and search engines and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it gets out there and finally it's 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 reached its max shareability. Right. Or just people just have a backlog. Like, like how mm. I, I guess I listen to like, it's like every Tuesday I'm listening to this podcast because I know it comes out on Monday night and every like Wednesday I'm listening to the, and then the only way I really get behind is if I, one, I find a new podcast or two, like some podcast does like some series that adds up a bunch of episodes. Um, but I don't know, maybe I consume podcasts more aggressively than other people. Sweet. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It is at dragging a lake and I would tell you to buy two rooms in a boom, but they're sold out. So go to uh, Canada, <laughs> move to Canada. You'll be able to get there. there. Have a great and safe holiday. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far and we will see you in 2016. Take care. Flemished.